Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hi, I'm James Kotecki, and I am in the C-Space studio at CES 2020. But I'm not alone. I'm joined by Jonathan Nelson, CEO of Omnicom Digital. Jonathan, welcome back. Thank you. You are the four-time guest of yes. the C-Space studio, the only one we've ever had for all four years, and I hope you like the new set. We try to improve it for it. you yeah, yeah. every year, <laughs> doing these interviews strictly with you in mind, uh, and I really appreciate you coming back. Thank you. Um, so once again, I think as is tradition, we should probably have you start by just defining what Omnicom Digital is. Sure. Uh, I'm Jonathan Nelson. I'm the CEO of Omnicom Digital. Basically, my job is to try to push digital and every nook and cranny in Omnicom, which is one of the large holding companies. So we own uh, BBDO, DDB Needham, TBWA on the agency side. We have Precision Marketing Group, which is a bunch of digital assets. Media buying companies, OMD, PhD, Hearts and Science. PR companies, shopper marketing companies, healthcare companies. So all of that's going digital, and it's my job to try to to push digital as far and as far and wide as possible inside of Omnicom. So we've been talking now for four years. How far have you pushed it in that time, and how much farther do you have to go? I mean. Uh, Hard to, you know, this is sort of a never-ending journey, yeah. so it, uh, we've made huge strides. I've been doing this for over 20 years, uh, so I've seen it from its inception and earliest of days to now. Uh, you know, a vast, I would say a majority of our business is digital, but, you know, we've still got a long way to go. Are there things that are not digital that might surprise people that you're working with? Oh, gosh. I mean, you're right on the precipice of, or we are right on the precipice of uh, OTT, digital video. Yeah. I mean, there are some of it's in place, but it's by no means addressable television everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we're kind of verging on that. I mean, you're seeing yeah. screen proliferation, 5G coming along, smarter televisions. Uh, all of these things are pointing in the direction yeah. of truly digital television. And is there anything that... that we collectively here at CES and C-Space need to do to push this forward? I mean, do we, do we get to wait around for the future to happen, or what are the proactive things no, that we I think, need to do? You know, it, technology is combinatorial, meaning it takes 5G on one side uh, and, you know, screens coming down in price and yeah. touch screens and cell phones and all, you know, you're watching all of it kind of come together, and these things are accretive. They add to each other. And what we do as advertisers, we're on the buy side, is take advantage of the platforms, the the increased bandwidth, the proliferation of screens to put commercial messages in front of consumers. Um, Are things combining in ways that have uh, interested you or surprised you that you might not have expected? Because some of these combinatorial elements can have unexpected consequences. Yeah, I think we're, you know, we're constantly surprised. I mean, like the rise of social media, I I have to confess. I mean, it's pretty old at this point, but when it came up, I didn't quite see it coming as it did. And I think nobody saw the power of it, perhaps until the 2016 election. Um, You know, it is quite persuasive, but uh, all of these technologies get deployed in very, very interesting and different ways. And I'm sure we're going to talk about AI yeah. in a moment here. Well, let's, let's go yeah, right let's there go with straight it. We've to talked AI. about AI, yeah. I think, every single yes, year. Absolutely. And this year, I was just speaking to Gene Foster, who's the SVP of the show, of, of the Consumer uh-huh. Technology yeah, Association sure. that puts on the show. I mean, she said, this year is the year of AI. We probably could have said that every year. <laughs> yes. But every year is more and more the year yeah, of AI. Yeah, yeah. So it's always true. What are you seeing now? You know, I think AI is one of those things that you don't really see it because it's kind of embedded underneath but increasingly it's embedded underneath everything. 
And so, yeah, probably four, I'm probably four for four to talk about AI here. Yeah. And I think that we'll talk about it, you know, should you have me back yeah. for the next four or five years until it becomes so, you know, yeah. ubiquitous that you just stop talking about it. Uh, but AI will make everything faster, smarter, more efficient. Uh, and whether that's on the creative side of our business, on the media buying side of our business, on the commerce side of our business, I mean, it, it will affect everything. In the same way that digital has gone from nowhere to kind of yeah. the air we breathe affecting everything. Now that digital is the air we breathe, by the way, do you think the term digital still makes sense to use? I, it's kind of everything, right? I mean, as a, I mean mm-hmm. here, so yes, I run Omnicom yeah. Digital, mm-hmm. uh, but it it does start to lose its rele- I wouldn't say relevance because everything's you know yeah. we've always said something at Omnicom which is everything that can go digital will go digital mm-hmm. and I think that that's an easy bet like yeah. that's that you know was perhaps heretical twenty years ago but now it appears to be true yeah. and I think that's true and I think that AI everything that can have AI in it probably will. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked in the past about AI and creativity. Are there yes. new AI-powered creativity tools that you're seeing that, that your teams are using that you're excited about as we look into 2020? Yeah, we're, so we're looking, we're, we're using a lot of what we call computer vision to try to understand what are all the elements in, say, a video. Yeah. So looking at millions and millions of videos across the internet, dissecting them and saying, okay, here are the objects in that video, here are the people in that video, here's the music, here's the mood and the sentiment. Yeah. I mean, what we're trying to do is really understand what works. Mm-hmm. And it's impossible for an individual to view a million videos, but it's yeah. pretty easy for a computer to do it. So yeah. there's a great example of how AI is looking at creative, in this case video, dissecting it, and then giving it back to yeah. the human so the human can interpret it and say, okay, this is what, what is effective. And is that getting pretty good even with a video to identify objects or does it still have a little bit of a ways to go? Oh, I think it's, this is a, this is a, yeah. uh, a marathon, mm-hmm. uh, not, a, not a sprint. It's not going to be like, okay, done, perfect. It's always yeah. going to be getting better. But it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty good and it's very real. Yeah. Yeah. Talking with Jonathan Nelson, CEO of Omnicom Digital. Um, is there a technology that makes you nervous? As an, ad, as an advertiser, as an advertiser as an adverti- and a marketer, well, I think technology so. An interesting thing. This is we're here on day three of CS. It's yeah. three really truly functional days. So we're kind of getting to the, near the end. Yeah. I've met with most of the major digital media providers, and every single one of them started their presentation to us with privacy in mind. Mm-hmm. And privacy. I am very happy that our industry is having that privacy discussions. Not only as a consumer. But as a professional, I think it's something that we need to be very, very conscious of. And it appears that the industry, whether it's through the California Privacy Initiative, Compliance, GDPR, but just in order to have a clean, well-lit space to do business in, we need privacy. And is the consu- uh, from the consumer perspective, does privacy feel like, feel like something different? Or does it just feel like they get to do all the same stuff they used to do and have the same experiences, just now they know they're operating a safer environment? I think that we as an industry are trying to figure out how do we create an environment where there is trust going both ways. And some consumers care and some of them, quite frankly, don't. But I think it is the entirely appropriate thing for the ecosystem to be thinking, talking, and doing something about. Um, You speak to so many marketers and deal with so many different types of marketing. Is, Is it easier or harder 
than ever to be a marketer? Is that the wrong way to ask the question, perhaps? Oh, I think that the complexity of what we are doing is scaling non-linearly. Yeah. It's, there's more tools, technology, screens, options, media companies. It's exponentially harder to do marketing at scale. Uh, on the other hand, to do something, you know, to do an Instagram, a very simple Instagram ad yeah. or keyword buying for search, that's pretty straightforward. But to do it with 30,000 keywords or a massive media meets creative, yeah. you know, across the world, exponentially harder. Uh, will AI make it easier? Some aspects of it will get easier, uh, yes. But I think ultimately AI is just a component of it. The, it is so complex right now that I don't see the complexity ending anytime soon. So what does that mean for how you hire people to join your team? What kind of a mind are you looking for sure. to be a part of this? I think that the, the types of people that we hire are, are functionally different. We're, uh, there's a lot of discussion. We probably talked about this. Data science is yep. huge. But people that write algorithms, coders, people that are integrating APIs, I mean, these are people that normally would not have existed in advertising, yeah. but for quite frankly, for the past decade or so, actually have. We are just ramping the numbers of those people quite dramatically at this point. The other side of this is the creative side, which I think people sort of forget about. But there's a whole new generation of people coming in who are digital natives. Like, they were born after the iPhone, uh, or were were conscious after the iPhone Mm -hmm. kind of existed. So they had a supercomputer in their pocket, you know, growing up their entire lives. And the, the mindset, the shift of a digital native is huge. And the way that they think about creative and the messaging and the personalization, they, they've never lived in a world where the world, the, the world on the screen didn't configure itself to be personalized to them. And so that, in turn, is affecting the creative and, and, and our hires and our work. And I imagine that, that those kind of uh, new minds aren't necessarily in the mindset of, you know, is it creative versus data or somehow yeah. being oppositional? It's all just kind of... Uh, yeah, exactly. They're fluent, yeah. right? Like, they're, yeah. they're fluent. You know, they may not be a data scientist, but they can yeah. understand data. They yeah. not be, they're interoperable across apps, across devices, operating systems. You know, they're not thinking, hey, I'm watching that TV on the wall or I'm watching that screen in the cab or... Right you know, on the subway platform or, or, you know, the phone in my pocket, they just go, hey, here's my total experience. And it's not just age, but you're seeing a lot more of these people that are interoperable coming, uh, coming on board in our world. Speaking of experience, you've had a great uh, experience career in marketing. What advice do you give to these new people about how to navigate a career filled <laughs> with technological, technological change? Yeah, I, I think... Uh, there's no single trick to this. You really have to read a lot, mm-hmm. explore a lot. Curiosity is the biggest possible thing that you should have, which is, you know, look at it and try to understand it, contextualize it, realize that every trend is not going to be around forever. I mean, think about CES. Yeah. You know, somebody was pointing out that last year it was all about folding machines. Like, you put your shirt there and it folds it. Yeah. Apparently, they're not there out on the floor this year, but that was the big thing last year. Yeah. You know, that's an example of something that happen very quickly, fast twitch stuff, or long twitch stuff, like 5G is really going to change a lot. Um, AI, as we talked about before, that's a deep systemic change, so you might want to read and understand that. So think of the megatrends, and then also think of the craft. How do I apply that to what is on my desk today? Well, you talk about curiosity. Thank you so much for helping to satisfy some of our curiosity here in the C-Space studio. Thank you for having me as, as always. As always, fourth yeah, time is great. definitely the charm. Jonathan <laughs> Nelson, CEO of Omnicom Digital. Thanks for being here. Thank you. 
This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network.